Welcome to Couch Lock. Today we are reviewing Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise follows a reunion between two estranged sisters that gets cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, <laughs> thrusting them into a primal battle for survival. This is a spoiler alert for Evil Dead Rise, so if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out and then come back here and let us know what you think. Now, this movie starts with the most insane title card sequence I have oh ever seen. God, it was great. I loved it. Okay, obviously, like, just like, let's just talk about it. The scalping scene. Oh, my God. As soon as you see that girl's <sighs> scalp get ripped off, you know you're in for a wild ride with this movie. I was, I was literally like, oh, yeah, this is Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then you get this huge crescendo of music with the possessed girl floating above the lake and the title card oh popping up behind God. her i was i just immediately my jaw dropped it was in the coolest text with yes. the coolest fucking shot it was so awesome i agree completely i was like this is super sam raimi right off the bat i'm into this like give me more right now uh, Absolutely. and like a slap in the face all of a sudden you are in the city like we are in a very urban apartment complex and we are taking a peek in on the life of this single mother ellie uh raising her three young children uh in the los angeles uh, streets right <laughs> um, totally and i think that's one of the strong points of this movie is the family dynamic between ellie and her children you could tell that there's mm -hmm. love there and they've been through some shit together and there also wasn't any ham-fisted plot points or conflicts between any of them which often plagues yeah movies for me it just distracts from the main point of the movie uh oh, the conflict yeah. the main conflict or part of the conflict is between ellie and beth her sister uh because ellie is divorced from her husband and the, the husband left yeah. all of her kids with her and she tried to contact ellie two months ago when this happened and she didn't ever get back to him so that was a good plot point for me but there was no they didn't try to add too much to it. They kept it very simple, which I really appreciated. So yeah, we have this we have this reunion uh, with the sisters and all mm -hmm. of this is going on. And then they have the kids go get pizza. And while the kids are bringing home the pizza, this huge massive earthquake happens, revealing a hole in the floor of the parking garage. And with yeah. and with that, we have the introduction of the ne Necronomicon, and I think that is such a great way to introduce the this book. I also think it's interesting that mm -hmm. they added lore of having three different volumes of the Necronomicon, um, and I think it's crazy because Lee Cronin, the director, said that there was the three books established in Army of Darkness. Right. You had one book in that world. You had one book in the 2013 Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to take this book and kind of own it. Uh, he also adds that this opens up multiple avenues for where Evil Dead can go. Um, I will say that the bread and butter of this movie, the greatest part of this whole entire movie, is Alyssa Th Sutherland as Ellie. She sells it so hard. And all throughout, um, they're giving these nods to the previous films. And even in her, like, possession scene, they go to that throwback of the the hurling the camera at her and the, yeah. the you know the demonic possession smacks her back into the elevator and it's just game on from that point forward um they tie her up in like the electrical of the yeah i thought that was cool of the elevator i was like yeah oh this is uh, the 
adaptation of the previous footsteps we're following is so prevalent, but it's fresh and it's exciting and I don't want to stop watching, but I can't, I can't look, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And Elizabeth Sutherland in full makeup and her just, she had, she has the eyes, mm -hmm. she has the oh creepy smile. She just, she, it's kind of like watching Heath Ledger's Joker almost. You just can't stop. You don't want to stop right. watching Right. She says that um, during this pre-production phase, she had to quarantine before filming because of uh, COVID regulation. And during that time, she perfected the movement of her character. And that's what she was using to inform the character's decisions as she played oh, wow. this deadite. Um, and she said even at one point, she was practicing like falling off of the bed in a creepy way and gave herself like rug burn right before production started. <laughs> But wow. she says she's got all of this footage on her phone about her like practicing the bathtub scene in her hotel. I was like, I want to see that. That would be great, right? Absolutely. I think the by far the creepiest shot of the movie is it was in all the trailers when she's looking when the little girl's looking out the um the peephole through the door and mm -hmm. she has her mom sitting there and she comes up to the door and is convincing the little girl to let her in. It's just the shot, the fisheye lens that they oh use on that, gosh. as well as the creepy smile and how she's carrying herself. Every movement she does is just, it just right. seeps evil. And the way that the the interaction between mother and daughter, this is supposed to be the safest place that a child can exist, right? A conversation with their mom. And it's... It's like this little girl having to accept that that's not her mom anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just fucked up, bro. It's just horrifying. <laughs> it is um, it is gnarly. Yeah, and just the 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 way they play on that mother-daughter relationship or really just mother-child relationship throughout the whole film. Right. Yeah, the what I really what really separates this from a lot of other movies is that the children are not safe in this um mm -hmm. very early on. Uh, she possesses a couple of the children and she really fucks them up. You know what I mean? And it's really, yeah. it's crazy to see. I honestly, I was like, I was like, okay, well, they're crossing these lines. I wasn't expecting them to cross. Let's go, like, game yeah. on. When, um, <clears throat> uh, whenever uh, Bridget gets possessed, mm. uh, she gets the fucking... She gets the oh uh, the tattoo machine to the face. Oh yeah, that's right. It's like starts, and I love how visually it kind of calls back to the other Evil Dead movies because mm -hmm. it starts spreading in sort of like a spider web looking fashion. I thought that was really cool. So we're at the end of the movie. There's only two more characters left. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the big monster that absorbed all the bodies? Okay, I love how it as it's happening, it's flashing back to the Necronomicon and showing like the page flip open to what the oh, monster yeah. is going to be. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. I like that. Um, very kitschy. And then, of course, the elevator scene. I feel like that's going to be one of the most iconic scenes uh, to maybe come out of horror cinema. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was a very clear around, uh, yeah. nod to The Shining. Uh, yes, what a what a beautiful little like tip of the hat to yeah, uh, I thought that was cool. Uh, uh, also, another just crazy possession film, right? Right, um, yeah. Especially you call because it that. <laughs> uh, yeah, in its own right. Um, 
especially considering like how Stephen King kind of helped boot up the Evil Dead franchise all those years ago. Oh, interesting, um, yeah. Uh, so I think that's really kind of cool to see it all kind of come full circle in that way. Um, but also the practical effects of that scene. Holy mm. shit, that elevator is magical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say that the I was a little underwhelmed by the final design of the big mm. multi-armed and legged monster. It really did look like they just mashed together the characters. You know, I feel like it could have done with yeah. a little more uh, evolution of that form or at least like more demonic right. like it was just like the human faces on them it didn't look demonic except for um except for ellie's face uh that being said mm -hmm. it was i really loved the idea of it and like you said the flipping of the necronomicon to that final page was really cool as well yeah i i can agree with you because the the film was very patient with a lot of other moments uh there really it didn't really re rely on very many jump scares at all if right. any really um it is kind of a shame that the moment they decide to speed up is that final moment where we see uh this like crazy mushed up mutant dead eye mm -hmm. right like i that could have slowed down as well and we could have like listen to the bones crack around. I don't know if you noticed how it was walking with like the wrists flipped the, like yeah, the hands like all inverted. Fucked up. Yeah, that was really creepy. I would have loved to hear it crunch around a little well, I don't right. know if I would have loved it, but it would have been <laughs> it would have been I wanted like a little gnarly. more grit and grime to it. Mm -hmm. uh, same with the very end when she finally kills the uh kills the deadite. Oh, it, it, it to mm -hmm. me it was like they were redoing what they already did in 2013, but 2013 Evil Dead did it better, in my opinion. I think they were trying to top that by mm -hmm. doing the same thing, but they could have done something else. You know, they didn't have to go with the chainsaw in the face sort of thing. Like, I get they had to bring the chainsaw around. Right. They had to do all of that somehow, but it, it did feel a little underwhelming to me in that moment. Right. Or they could have, yeah, they could have extended that out just a little bit more and maybe had it be like um, a multi-phase fight where she's chainsawing off uh, Danny and then she's shotgunning Bridget to the face, leaving in the final phase our yeah. main dead-eyed Ellie to kind of finally kick down the wood chipper. Like that would have been... Right. sick uh honestly but maybe maybe that's perhaps the biggest criticism i could give this film is that final act was just a, maybe a little too quick um yeah i i would have loved to have seen a little bit more just a little um, bit more i totally just agree bit more. just a little bit more and then we have the ending of this movie, which was brilliant in my opinion, because mm -hmm. we have the character who got possessed in the beginning of the movie walking through the parking garage, going to pick up her friend and her boyfriend to go to a nice weekend at the cabin. Uh... And inevitably she gets taken by the Book of the Dead and she mm -hmm. uh, then goes and scalps her friend <laughs> <laughs> what a great vacation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll be one to die for <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well I, there were tons of great moments uh, we would absolutely love to hear what your favorite moments were if you've seen this movie um if you haven't i hope you enjoyed our review and definitely go check it out it is in theaters right now um in the meantime, please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. We're at everywhere at Couchlock Pod. Until the next time, 
keep it locked, y'all.